fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Word. This is our last episode talking about your greatest asset, your outstanding asset. <clears throat> Let's talk about it like this. Last time we talked about believing being our greatest asset. And we said loving and believing are your best asset, your greatest asset in life. We talked about understanding that when you believe, all things are possible to you. And also, when you believe, you will see the glory of God. Let's go for that today, this last episode. We read last episode, John 3.16, For God so loved that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in this will not perish, but have everlasting life. You can see those two words over there. Love, believe. For God so love the world. Whosoever believes. And we've looked at believing quite very well. Let's talk about love today. Loving. You know, musicians sing about love. Poets write poems about love. Lovers try to practice it. But love is like a mystery. <clears throat> So, for us Christians, the Bible says God is love. The God of the Christian is God who is love. In chapter 4, 1 John verse 16 says, And we have known and believed the Lord that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love, abides in God, and God in him. Wow, wonderful. Simply means that the greatest quality of God revealed to us in our Christian faith is the love of God. God loves us. That's why He sent His Son. And all that we have today is an expression of His love. So love, God is love. And as believers, how do we live a life of love and make love our greatest assets. All the money in the world and all the gold under the ground cannot be compared with love. That's beautiful. But then, how can you acquire and live a life of love and then make it your asset, your greatest asset? Love is a skill. I love that something so it's a set of practices you put to work. Don't see love as just only feeling. That's the way the world sees it. In our own Bible, love is more of a doing than a feeling. Let's look at the Bible and then we can see how to practice love, how to develop the skill of love. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Let's, 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 let's look at Love as a skill you have to develop. It says, Do I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but I have no love? I become a sanding brass or a clanging cymbal. So if I don't acquire, if I don't take, go after love, I'm just a noisy gong, a clanging cymbal. As so if I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and do I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but I don't have love, I'm nothing have no impact whatsoever. 
The verse 3 says, And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be born, but I have no love, it doesn't profit me anything. Mm. And in verse 8 says, Love never fails. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's why God never fails, because God is love, and love never fails. We should be known by our love and our believing. Yes, we will be known. People will see us with our physical appearance and assets and cars and houses. But people should know us primarily as a person who believes and a person who knows, who loves. So loving and believing should be our outstanding attributes as God's own children. In fact, chapter 14 First Corinthians, Paul said, pursue love, go after love, make it your greatest aim, your great quest for life. You know, love is a skill. Like I said again, nobody gets a skill overnight. There's no champion overnight. We are all working at it. And as we work at it, we get better with it. Even the apostles in the Bible, they walked with Jesus when he was here. They were floundering and feeling. But they picked up as time went on. The apostles were struggling on the sea. They couldn't believe easily. They were doubting. Jesus said, why did you doubt? And then, oh, you have little faith. Jesus was really amazed when people display great faith. And when they display unbelief, it amazes him too. Wow. So let's develop in love so we can be outstanding with this asset. Remember, love is what you do, not just what you feel. Let's look at what you need to do as part of love so that Love can manifest through you. In chapter 13 again, 1 Corinthians, verse 4, it says, Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parry itself. It's not puffed up. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek his own. It's not provoked. Thinks no evil. Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Bears all things. Believes all things. Oops, all things and does all things. Wow. That's just beyond here. If we live like this, as Christians, society, I mean, we will, we will flourish. We will do well. We'll be trustworthy. There'll be no thieves. There'll be no murderers. There'll be no marital faithfulness. There will be no fraud if we choose to go this way. Family, businesses, societies, we thrive. But we don't live like this. So, but every believer is commanded by Jesus to live life of love. In the church, he said, this commandment I give unto you. I give you a new commandment. That you love one another. So that's one commandment from Jesus. Love one another. And as we do this, our life will take a different tone. As I round up this episode, I like just to read from chapter 5 of the book of Ephesians, talking about loving as an asset. It's just lovely to hear what it means to really practice love and be like God because for God so loved the world. So when we love, we're actually living like God. Verse 1, chapter 5, Ephesians says, Therefore be imitators of God 
as their children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for his sweet-smelling aroma. Let's hear it in Message Bible. It's just beautiful there. Listen, watch what God does. And then you do it like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. So when you walk in love, you are actually behaving properly. Now let's keep reading. Mostly what God does is love you. Keep company with him and learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious, but extravagant. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. That's message Bible. Love like that. Let's start loving like our father and our master love us. And as we do that, that makes all the difference in our lives. Finally, let's read 1 John 4, verse 17 to the end, just to round up about this asset of loving. I'd like you to just listen and let this kind of soak you in the love and in the beauty of walking in love. Listen to this. God is love. When we take up permanent residence in the life of love, we live in God and God lives in us. This way, love has the run of the house, becomes at home and mature in us so that we are free of worry on judgment day. Our standing in the world is identical with Christ. There is no room for fear. Well-formed love banishes fear. Since fear is crippling, a fearful life, fear of death, fear of judgment, is one not yet fully formed in love. We, though, are going to love. Yeah, we're going to love. Love and be loved. First, we were loved. Now we love. He loved us first. Finally, let's read the end, the last two verses in the Message Bible, 1 John 4, verse 21. If anyone boasts, I love God, and goes right on eating his brother or sister, Thinking nothing of it is a liar. If he won't love the person he can't see, how can he love the person he can't see? The command we have from Christ is blunt. Loving God includes loving people. You've got to love both. Hallelujah. So, finally, remember, we're discussing about our most outstanding asset, greatest asset. Believing and loving. If you believe, we see the glory of God. When we love, we live like God. These two, develop them and your life will be outstanding before God and before men and you will accomplish much with your life because with faith, nothing is impossible and with love, we can walk and live with God forever. <laughs> 